Land Conquest. All right, now let's talk about creating your list. Now, when you're creating your list, you're going to want to come up with some criteria that you can use to filter down all the data. Now, you just don't want to send out everything in the world, everything in the database, every single property owner, because you're not going to have a very targeted list at all. So these, uh, these criteria here in this list are just kind of general criteria, and then we'll go into a little bit more advanced criteria, and I'll show you to some, some places that you can actually pull this data from. But in this video, we're just going to talk about some of the basic criteria that I think that you should select. First of all, obviously, vacant land that we're talking about. Um, we're, not, uh, we're not mailing homes or commercial properties or anything like that. You can choose to keep commercial land if, if you want to. I generally type exclude that unless I'm doing a certain uh, type of list that, that may include some commercial properties. But I'll generally exclude commercial properties from the list that I pull. Then you'll want to select an acreage range. Could be that 10 to 20 acres that we talked about. Could be 2 to 5 acres. Could be, if you're doing subdivision lots, could be 0.1 to 0.5 acres, something like that. Um, obviously, you'll want to select the county and state as well. And then um, one of the other criteria that I normally put on here is improvement van value, generally 20 grand or less. Now, if it's in a very, very rural area, I might even put that lower, say 5 grand or something like that. But basically what this is going to mean is that you are going to kind of filter out properties with a ton of improvements on them. Now, 20000 could be something like a barn, a shed, something like that. So I do allow a little bit of a improvement value generally in my list, but I don't want to have it too big, like if it's uh, uh, some sort of large structures and things. Maybe if it's not a house, but other large structures, it, it would kind of weed those out. Also... Depending on the area, you can consider weeding out or filtering out very low assessed value properties. Um, this is not applicable in every area. Some areas, actually, the assessed value is somewhat accurate or somewhat uh, there's somewhat of a correlation between the assessed value and the actual market value of these properties. So you just kind of have to look at the individual area, and that's something that you can get into in a more advanced level down the road. But in some areas, I've noticed that if the assessed value is really low, then in most cases, those are kind of junky properties that I don't want anything to do with. Could be landlocked, could be uh, completely swamped or something like that. So, you know, you might want to filter out those. And then there's a ton of additional criteria that you can use to kind of filter down your list even further. Depending on what type of approach that you're taking, you could choose to send to out of area owners only. You know, if you want a smaller list, but you want it more targeted, maybe you're only looking for people that live in a different state than where the property is. Um, those could be good leads. Could be uh, maybe tax delinquent people would be good to, to send to. So you could do all those types of filters. Um, you could even do people that own the property out of that, that they live out of the county where the um, where the property is located. That That's another option as well. And then you could also filter by, um, you know, market value. And some of these some of these list providers do have the opportunity to create lists in many different ways. So you can be as creative as you want to be there, but you could also be as broad as you'd like to be as well. We'll get into list providers in the next video.